0: Their screams, greetings, ghouls and creeps, and welcome to Listen to Their Screams, a horror podcast. As always, I am one of your hosts, uh, Dave, and joined as always by the other host, Ike. Ike, how are you? Uh, you know, I'm actually doing doing pretty all right today. I'm doing pretty all right. How about you? I'm all right. I got a little frazzled there. I almost said, This is your this is host, Ike, this is the other host, Dave. (laughs) Tell you what got a little, uh, I don't know, sometimes you get rolling with those words, especially like something like that. When you when you do something like that repetitively, you know, and you say that same thing. Sometimes it's like your your mouth moves faster than your brain. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> but I'm doing good. It's, it's it's raining here today. I like that. It's kind of creepy. And spooky. I don't like the fact that, you know, it gets dark at like five thirty here. But so is life, I guess.
1: <laughs> I was like, I, daylight saving
0: time is pretty spooky. <laughs> it, it's pretty shitty is what it is. I, I don't like it. But uh, but you know what? It's all good and well because it's dark and it's rainy and we're getting ready to talk horror movies. So I guess that's fitting and it's all good. But before we get to it, I forgot last week I had to come back to it. So let me get the housekeeping out of the way off the bat here so I don't forget. Uh, thank you for joining us wherever you are and wherever you're listening. Make sure you subscribe to us and share these episodes. Uh, our greatest weapon, our greatest tool is the word of mouth of our listeners. Uh, so thank you for that. And then make sure you help spread the word to keep us growing uh, you can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at Listen to Screams. That is Listen, the number two, and Screams. And we are now officially, uh, yes, we're on TikTok. Uh, you can also <laughs> find us there at Listen to Screams. That is, again, Listen, the number two, and Screams. There's no videos up yet. We're getting there. We're working on it. I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck a TikTok is because uh, I'm old. But uh, uh, but <laughs> we'll, we'll get there, and, and we'll be posting some shit. So if you're on TikTok, uh, give us a follow there. Uh, at some point in time, there'll, there'll be some fun content on there. We we guarantee that. Uh, before we dive into everything, uh, a couple of things here to hit. As always, thank you to Monica for the research and organization that she helps give us. Uh, and I will continue to thank your wife Kayla uh, because <laughs> I feel like putting up with you on a daily basis. We just have to constantly give her a thanks. Uh, but no, she's like I said, the, the the wives are they're always there for us to. They listen to us talk about this shit all the time. Uh, so. They're probably glad when we step away for an hour or two and and talk to somebody else about it. But uh, but they're always there for us to be, you know, to sound off against and and throw some of these ideas and give us feedback. So thanks to them for their support in that. And as always, a a spoiler warning. We are talking movies here. And yes, some of them are older sometimes, but that's okay. Uh, In the course of our conversation, we might spoil the movie. We're not we don't worry about what we say. We try not to give it all away, uh, but we will spoil some things. So you have been warned. Oh man, there we go. We got all that out of the way. Finally, uh, last like I said last week, we dove right into our game and all, and uh, totally <laughs> forgot about it. But uh, you know, I'm trying to do better here. Trying to stay on track. I, I you know, I, I thank Monica for keeping us organized, but in the execution, that she can't do anything there. That's, that's <laughs> right. That's all on me. <laughs> um, oh Lord. So Ike, what did you watch? You this week besides uh besides our our feature? <laughs> so uh, anybody's out there today, we're reviewing the uh, we're. The classic Thanksgiving movie, Thanks Killing. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But besides the the Turkey Terror movie, there, uh, did you watch anything else this week?
1: Yeah, actually, I watched a couple things. Um, let's see, where do I start? Um, I'll I'll save the best for last because I watched something that honestly I'd never seen before. My wife uh, asked me to watch it there, and it was really good. Um, so I went and watched uh, the other day. I watched uh, The Faculty, which is like that old. Uh, oh yeah, uh, movie. That, that's yeah. a pretty good movie. Yeah, it's it's got some pretty it's pretty big names in it too. Um, you know, like Elijah Wood in his early days, and yeah, it's a pretty solid movie. I think it's from, like ninety nine. Um, but I'd seen it years and years ago, and I really liked it, and I was like, man, I want to go back and watch that. Um, so I got kind of on this weird kick where I watched like these really just obscure movies, I guess you could say, from the nineties. So I'll probably have some more in the coming weeks, but uh, yeah, no, went and watched The uh, Faculty. Quite enjoyed that. Uh, for people who don't know, it's kind of one of those, like, subtle alien flicks um, that really is honestly super surprising. Um, so if you haven't watched it, check it out. Um, I, it is actually streaming on HBO Max, um, just in case anybody does want to check it out. Actually, I think it's somewhere for free, too. but I have HBO Max, so no ads for me. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then uh, let's see. What else did I watch? Uh, there was actually something else that I did watch, but I'm having a hard time remembering. But the one that I wanted to tell you, Dave, uh, was I went and watched a TV show called Yellow Jackets. Um, Yellow yes. Jacket. Oh, wait a minute.
0: I have heard about this. Really? This is, uh, yeah. I haven't seen it, but, okay, before you get into it, does this have – it has something to do – is it a soccer team or it something is. like that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I, I can't remember the, the the premise of it, but I do remember here. This is the kind of fairly new, right? In the last couple of years.
1: Yeah. it Came out last year. Um, and it's on. It's streaming on Paramount Plus. Uh, I'm not
0: sure which, why this is striking me so hard. There's something about this that really, when it first, uh, I first heard about it, it really hit me, and I intended to watch it. And I never did, and I can't remember what it is about this series that go. So go ahead. Maybe maybe it'll trigger whatever it no. is.
1: But uh yeah so i mean it's got a lot of people in it but uh basically it's on Par- it's on uh Paramount Plus streaming it's a 10 episode uh sh- series they are making a second season which is anticipated to release mid to late next year um but so basically the kind of long and short of it um it's about a uh it- it's a show that takes place in the past around 1994 but also during the present of 2021 and it follows the lives of a soccer team at a, um, God, I'm, I want to say New Jersey high school. Um, and basically they get on a plane, the plane crashes and some pretty crazy shit descends from there. Um, it, it's definitely one of those, sm- it, it's not a direct horror. So like for, if anybody's going into this, it's not like, a you know, uh, you know axe man in the woods kind of horror movie it's more of like a mysterious sort of like culty kind of horror um and honestly you may even put it more towards like the mystery thriller category but honestly it had me hooked from start to finish um such a good show and i and i want more um, but i have to wait until next year
0: <laughs> i'm looking at imdb it's got some pretty good people in it yeah christina um, ritchie yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe that's it was either I see her and I see that the Jasmine Savoy Brown, Brown mm-hmm. who of course was in the New Scream. Um yep. so it might have been one of them maybe that I saw that they were involved with it and that might have said, "Oh, maybe I'll be able to give it." I some I've totally forgotten about that series. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely.
1: I would definitely recommend. It. I think, I think you and uh, uh, <laughs> I think you and Monica would definitely like that. It's a super good show. Um, it's right up your guys' alley, and and it's not like one of those explicitly horror movie like shows either, because it really approaches all kinds of genres. Um, but mostly like that thriller mystery genre, and it is rated R, so it's you know obviously cool. nice and gory and stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, very cool. Well, I uh, let's see what. Oh, were you done? Is that all you've watched? Yeah, there was another yep. one, but I cannot remember what the hell it was. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I have watched. I didn't watch as quite as much as we. I did watch. I recently purchased on Vudu the uh the Crystal Lake Me- Crystal Lake Memories uh documentary. It's actually a two part. Well, it's actually I. I it's weird because the way it's formatted, I think it was like a – maybe a series. I don't know. But they put it into two parts, and each part is literally like three to four hours long. This is literally Jeez. like <laughs> six to seven hours of documentary total, and it is amazing. And uh, I, I highly recommend anybody who enjoys the Friday the 13th movies or just just enjoys hearing about the making of and, the, and behind on horror, docu- on horror movies uh, this because they get – they get, I swear, I would, I would venture to say, eighty to ninety percent of people that have been involved in these movies are, are talked to in this. There's a few notable exceptions. There, were, there were a couple of actors that have passed away, and a couple of others that they didn't get. But I mean, it's got everybody's in it, talking about their their time making these movies, and uh, you know, I mean, and even behind the scenes, you know, the directors, the producers, the the effects guys, Tom Savini's in it. Uh, the, all, everybody that played Jason Kane Hodder's in it big time, and uh, and then uh, and, you know, Corey Feldman's in. It. Actually, Corey Feldman narrates it as well as does the you know the 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 interview clips and it is it is amazing and it literally goes through the entire series movie by movie it even touches on the tv series that really didn't have anything to do with the movies and, and everything and it, i mean all the way up through the the reboot the remake uh so i highly recommend it uh, so i watched those and i mean like i said it was like 6 to 7 hours so it took me a little bit um <laughs> and then today i actually finally watched smile because uh, it'll be coming up we're going to talk about it but smile was released streaming today so I watched it today, and uh, I remember when it came out, you you reviewed it, and because uh, I hadn't seen it yet, and yeah. uh, I, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was very well done. It had me very interested, and I, I couldn't remember what you said about it. But my thing is, I, I was pretty let down by the ending. It just yep. felt, I don't know, I, I I it 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 went where I thought it was gonna go. There was no no twist, no nothing. It was kind of I don't know. The ending was just flat to me. Um, I was really hoping for something, I don't know, something at the end to just really, you know, make you go, oh shit. But it, it didn't. And, and, and it was kind of disappointing because the whole movie was pretty good. And, uh, I don't know, that kind of let me down the end. but I still enjoyed the movie. And, um, and every time I watch a movie like this, I, I keep, it, it keeps hitting me how, how good a year this has been for horror movies. Oh, yeah. And I, uh, I mean, there's been some big releases and not, there's not many of them that I've could say, oh, I just really didn't like that at all. You know, and I know we're not going to dive into it again, but here's our mention. You know, I'm not going to dive into Halloween <laughs> Ends and how and it was a little disappointing for me as a Halloween movie, but I, you know, when, like, when we discussed it, there were still positives about it. There were still things yeah. that, you know, I enjoyed about it, but then you'd take into account movies like Smile and Barbarian and, 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 of course, you know, Terrifier 2 and uh, shit, I, uh, on and on and on. Um, and even when you go down to the, you know, the smaller releases, like the, you know, dead Street, we've been praising that and, and everything else. And, um, man, this has been a phenomenal year. And, and I'm, and I'm so glad because not only has it been creatively a good year, but box office, it's been a great year too. And that's, that's, that's great. That's promising. And, um, it, it makes me very excited. But anyway, that's what I watched the crystal Lake memories. I watched smile. Uh, I don't know if I think it's about all I watched, uh, for the most part. So, uh, uh, I'm, I'm actually, fine, well, I've started to finally dive back into American Horror Story. I know you've watched that, and oh, yeah. uh, I gave it. I started to watch it. Always liked it. We, I got sidetracked for something. I'm not sure what it was. We, we just never went back to it. Uh, so I, I've, you know, gone back to. It. I'm rewatching episodes that I've already seen, but I've, it's been a, a little bit. So I'm, st- I'm just on season one. But uh, I'm, we're gonna stick with that and watch it all the way through because I, I do enjoy it. And uh, just got sidetracked so.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me know when you get through Those later seasons, because some of those, they're good, but like they're like holy shit. Um, but uh, I think I think you'll really like. Uh, I think it's AHS 1984.
0: Yeah, yeah. I saw that one's coming. I'm telling you, I'm a sucker when you put something in the 80s, because it's like, <laughs> because if it's if it's good and it's anyway entertaining anyway, you put it in a decorate uh, decoration in a decade. Excuse me, that uh, that then causes all this nostalgic feeling. Oh, that's just doubly good. Right. When you, when you get nostalgic feeling for something uh, that just adds a whole nother element for as a viewer. Uh, so. But, yeah, so that's uh, that's what I watched this week. That's what you watch this week. So I think we're time. Let's let's play uh, our game here on uh, Listen to the Screams. Let's play top three. Top three. <laughs> and today our top three is going to be our our choices for top three Stephen King movies. Uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of Stephen King uh, I used to read uh, read a lot of Stephen King when I was younger I haven't read anything in, in a long time uh, I, I will admittedly say I don't get as much time to read as I like I love reading I really really do it I've got I've got shit ton of books and I'm constantly getting more and I will never read through my library <laughs> it, it, it won't happen uh, but it's been a long time since I've read anything and uh, before we really get into this I like, when when we came up with this idea, which again, th- you know, thanks to your wife, you know, Kayla, this is what I think was one of the ideas she threw out for us. Um, when I'm sitting here and I'm trying to think, oh, I, I like this movie and that movie, like, oh yeah, that was great. Then I said, well, I, I better pull up a list, right? So I, I don't want to miss something. And you pull up a list, and man, you forget just how many of his books have been converted to movies and made to movies, and how many good ones there are. And I looked at this list, and I'm thinking, shit, how am I going to narrow this down to three? And it's it, it was challenging, so I I kind of went not necessarily again the, the top three here is not necessarily what we think are per se the best or most uh, successful. <laughs> right. It's, it's most it's personal, right? It's what we what we enjoy, right? If I was gonna sit down and just throw on a Stephen King movie, it would probably be one of these three. So um, that that's typically how I make my choices. So um, again, those are my opinions. If you don't like it, well, I guess you know you can just be a, you know whatever, be an asshole and. and whatever be a hater run your mouth on twitter like everybody else i guess i don't i don't (laughs) care. but we do like to hear uh, what everybody out there what what you guys think yours are so uh, make sure you you know, respond to our tweets and whatever else and uh, tell us what your favorite stephen king movies are so ike are you ready are you you got your list i think i do all right well why don't you start this week what is your number three favorite stephen king movie
1: um i'm gonna start with uh We're going to go with Children of the Corn. Um, Like you said, these are by no means like the the best of the best in in any case. But um, like you said, it kind of depends on like your personal preference. And I saw Children of the Corn, I mean, when I was relatively young, like 13, 14. Um, So, you know, maybe even younger than that. But it's like Children of the Corn is one of those movies I watched and I have a very, very strong memory of even to this day. Um, So, yeah, the original Children of the Corn would probably be my numero tres.
0: Yeah, Children of the Corn was one of those that was on my short list, and uh, and and I didn't put it on mine, so that's good. And I I think you're just biased because there's a character named Isaac, yeah, and, right, <laughs> and, uh, and the Children of the Corn. So, but that is a good choice. Like I said, it was on my when I whittled it down to just a handful. It was it was actually on my short list, but but I went my number three is from 1989, the original version of Pet Cemetery. Mm, good one. And uh, I absolutely I love this movie because when I when I was I mean when this came out in '89, I would have been 14 years old. Um, and it scared, it scared the fucking shit out of me. And because all of us, well, most of us, at least I've had pets, right. And you've had most people experience losing a pet. And when, you know, to think that, you know, that pet, or in this case, you know, a child or whatever it might be can come back after being buried that, that I man, that's terrifying to me to think that I could open, you know, the, the door and one of my past pets is sitting there <laughs> risen. Oh, that's terrifying. Um, but and that the, the whole scene with the little boy in the truck and oh man, that's just that rattles me. You know, that's I have a few things that trigger me, and and you know losing a child. Oh, that's that. I mean, that is. I mean, that's it is so real, right? Because it happens to people, and yeah. it is it is absolutely terrifying. Uh, such a such a great movie, and uh, I will say there is the old added element of uh you know the 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 song Pet Cemetery by the Ramones in the movie which i am a huge ramones fan so uh anything that you know the Ramones do a song about um i'm a sucker it's gonna hook me so so that's my number three uh pet cemetery so we're on to your number two ike what do you got for number two um i'm gonna go with stand by me um uh, that's a good one too i was on my short list as well but didn't make it
1: like it, and and here's the thing it's like i didn't watch stand by me until i was in college which is a damn shame yeah. Um, stand by me it's not a horror movie it, it, it's a coming of age story yep. you know it has some of i would say some of the greatest actors that have ever graced this earth in it you yep. know um you people like and obviously not all of these are the greatest but obviously they're still great in their own right you know will wheaton river phoenix Corey feldman um jerry o'connell who was in scream two uh Kiefer sutherland i mean there's just so many cool people who are in this movie and when i watched it when i was in college i watched it at the at the bequest of a uh college uh professor um who actually passed away a few years ago so you know I, I i remember this movie fondly uh but absolutely super good movie um i if you haven't watched it watch it it is
0: super good yeah yeah i'm a I'm I'm am I'm a big Will Wheaton fan, and I know yeah. a lot of people are divided about Will Wheaton. I get that, right? But I Will Wheaton is so relatable to me because, again, I love this movie, right? I'm, I'm I love Star Trek, uh, and I especially into the Next Generation because that at that time I was that was my Star Trek, right? It was on new, and I was watching the new episodes, and uh, of course he was in that, and uh, you know, he, and he's into tabletop gaming and things like that, and. I just uh, I very much enjoy Will Wheaton I, and I, and like him and I find him very relatable uh, as an actor and uh, yeah so anything with him uh, I'm partial but you're right it is and I will say as great as the movie is uh, I have to say I, the book is probably even better it is a fabulous book so uh, my number two this is a very <laughs> very personal pick this is because I don't think I don't think I don't know how many people would put this as one of Stephen King's best movies but I watched this movie so many times when I was younger. Uh, it, was, it was released in 1983, and it is Christine. Mm. And Christine was a staple when HBO started becoming big, I, I believe, or one of the movie channels. Let me put it that way. And when I was young, I had uh, – we had a, a VCR. We had a Betamax, right? And then we got a VHS, so they, they, they passed the Betamax on to me. Which was an amazing thing for a kid to have because I had this hooked up to my TV in the room, which means I could record movies that were being televised so that I could rewatch them, right? And Christine was one of those. My, my dad has always been into cars, right, and, and, and hot rods and street rods and rebuilding things. So this movie was just so amazing to me and this, this car that could regenerate and, and, and this killer car. But what's even better is that – I can't remember his name exactly – but the, the, the main character there that owns the car, right, the nerdy guy that buys the car is his transformation always creeped me out from this nerdy inhibited guy to this, this uh, confident, cocky, even arrogant kind of ass kind of guy that gets yes. consumed by this, that, that part of it was really, really great to me. Always loved Christine. I, I I keep hearing rumors. I believe it's on the slate to be remade. I don't know how I feel about that because I find the original so good, um, but we'll see, uh, you know, but it, the car was so cool looking. It was so classic looking. Um, but but I did I, I love Christine it's it's one of my favorite just movies in general of all time and probably one of the movies that's right up there that I have seen more than because like I said I recorded it I just I watched it all the time loved it um and it was it was creepy right because you had this cool car and again you know my dad had the cool cars sitting out in the garage so you know every time you'd go in there for something you kind of you know you give them this little side look at me what the fuck is there something going on with this car that I don't know like? <laughs> you know <laughs> but uh so that brings us to our number ones like what is your number one favorite here I, I'm almost I'm. I'm going to gut reaction here. I think we might, have, I bet we have the same number
1: one. I don't think we do. I mean, if we oh. do great, I don't think we do because, okay, maybe
0: not. Let, let me look okay, at, let me preface this by
1: saying, I don't think that this is, this is anybody's number one. Um, uh,
0: okay. So, all but, right, go
1: ahead. But I think that this one has like a very personal, like, like for me, because I also watched this when I was younger, but I also watched it with my brothers. So uh, all of my uh, brothers and I watched this um, because we had a DVD of it. And, I would even go as far to say is that Stephen King himself hates this movie. So, like, so OK, my, my number one pick, and I know it's not the best, but I, I really enjoyed it. It was 1986's Maximum Overdrive.
0: Ah, see. I see. That was on my short list, too. I, I love Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. Love it. It's man, it's it's one of those
1: movies where it's like the concept is so outlandish that it's scary. Like there, there's, there, there are some concepts that are too outlandish. There are some concepts that I think go too far, but this one's one of those ones that like, Hit this really sweet spot for it to make sense because realistically, a bunch of you know cars that, that come alive and become homicidal, you know, machines in general. Because if I remember correctly, there was a a scene with a soda machine that killed a <laughs> killed somebody. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's super cool, super interesting. I would love to see a, like a remake of this. I feel like they could really do something really cool with it in the modern technology age. Um, but no, 100% Max Motor drives. It's very cheesy. It's got that 80s gore and all that so uh but no i loved it and i still love it to this day
0: yeah i i do too it's one of those movies it's yeah the guilty pleasures kind of movies almost that that i like i'm i'm pretty sure that 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 kind of that primary truck that's got uh, what i always call the green goblin face looks like the green goblin to me um i'm pretty sure it was at one time that at least the the head the, the face part of it was set to be destroyed or something and i believe somebody saved it right somebody found out about it was like, Whoa, oh, I'll, I'll come get it. And and I believe they've restored it and it's out there and it does some appearances, I believe. Really? So yeah, that'd be one of those. I'm, I'm a sucker for TV and movie vehicles. And uh, I, I literally, you know, I have, I have a list of celebrities and actors that I would love to have my picture with. And I have a, 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 a same list of, uh, of cars and, and vehicles from that. And this, <laughs> this is on it. Well, I thought, I kind of thought we'd have the same number one and, and my number one's probably not surprising. I think I may have mentioned it on an earlier episode, and lots of people would probably pick this. My number one from 1980, The Shining. Oh and, uh, yes, such an amazing movie. I did. I you know just recently we rewatched it. Uh, you know during the Halloween month during October, and uh, man, every time I watch it, I'm like, God, this is such a damn good movie. And and every time I watch it, I'm like, fuck, I love Jack Nicholson. And um and it's it's just it is a great great movie. Um, one of my favorite roles for Jack Nicholson, not my favorite because non-horror related, one of my absolute <laughs> probably top three movies of all time is 1989 Batman. And I love Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Uh, yeah. Again, a lot of nostalgia there because, hey, I was 14 at that time. And so, you know, but uh love The Shining. And I I, I my gut, I thought I thought you would pick The Shining, too, because I, I uh, you know, but.
1: well, I, I will say that I I 100 percent. I love The Shining. If I was going based off of like movies that's like terrified me like the most, because when I when I hear when I heard top three, I just kind of thought, wh- which three like Stephen King movies are you going to say or your if you had to put in a list are your absolute favorite? And I would say all of them are my favorite, but I, yeah. I went with the ones that are more like personal. But yeah, yeah. The Shining terrified me, terrifies the shit. I mean, to this day, you know, the. The play with uh, the two twins. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Twins creep me out. I'm sorry yes. if there's any twins listening, but I'm sorry. You're just a little creepy. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's just, oh, it's so good. And I love Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep was exquisite. Yeah. I love Ewan McGregor.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, there's a lot of uh, a personal attachment to The Shining for me, too, because coming out in 80, it was one of those movies that the time I was a kid and watching movies was out there, right? Uh, uh, you know, it's different things in there. So it's one of the earliest you know scary type movies that i remember ever seeing uh, outside right. of some of the monster movies and creature features and stuff like that um and it man, it ooh it terrified and it it plays into something that i is one of my fears i cannot imagine the concept of being in this huge building or whatever it is it doesn't even have to be huge all by yourself for that period yep. of time and being remote that that is oh it terrifies me and um so yeah there you go that's our top 3 uh, favorite stephen king movies uh ironically you know we've done this however many weeks now three or four weeks and i think we've only had one pick of any of the lists that have been the same that's pretty wild yeah pretty pretty cool makes makes for good and and i'm telling you people you can believe what you want we do not talk about this ahead of time we each have our list we don't we don't say oh we'll take that off because like now we we come into this this you know for the pure reaction Uh, so pretty fun so again we'd like to know what your favorite stephen king movies are uh so hit us on twitter or facebook uh instagram whatever it might be and, and and let's start a discussion uh, there'll be a post out there about Stephen King movies, so let us know what your favorites are. Uh, so that's it. That's top three. Let's take a little bit of a break here, and when we come back, we'll talk about new and upcoming releases. Listen to Their Screams is now a Fangoria collaborator. Get 20% off your order at shop.fangoria.com by using the promo code Listen to Screams at checkout. That is LISTEN to number two and SCREAMS, or you can click the link in the show notes. All right, let's talk some news here. Uh, just a couple things. Uh, there is a convention coming up uh, in Austin, Texas, and I'm, I'm a little envious because this, this sounds absolutely amazing. It is uh, November 26th through 7th, so they, it would be the weekend after uh, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and it is called Horror for the Holidays. It's at the Palmer Event Center. Uh, there's art. There's merchandise, lots of local artists and vendors, and you can meet Evil Santa and see Krampus Parade at, at Krampus Ooh. Parade. I'm like, man, that sounds amazing. <laughs> And I'm like, why, why is it there? You know, why can't I have that here? You know, it's like, uh, so cool. I am very envious. You know, I guess, you know, someday I could travel to Austin, Texas to see it, but uh, not on that short of notice. And, uh, you know, Thanksgiving weekend is a tough weekend because you know, you know, we always have to so make plans and things, but that uh, right. sounds envious. So <laughs> I'm a very, I'm very envious of anybody in that area that's going to that uh, on some toy and merchandise news. Uh, there's a site called uh, HorrorMerchStore.com, horror merch and they've got some pre-orders out, uh, a, a Toonie Terror, I, I love the Toonie Terrors from Nika, I know I talk about them all the time, uh, <laughs> but from The Exorcist, it's, uh Regan with the nightgown with the vomit, and I think this is a new, kind of an alternate take on this one, that from the one they previously released, and they got the pre-order out from that. Uh, there's also a, for anybody that collects Funko Pops, uh, they're apparently coming out with a, a new Funko Pop for Wednesday from the Addams Family, it's based on her look on the new upcoming series, uh, so that would be very cool. And Ike, you're going to have to fill me in here, okay? Okay. Because on Big Bad Toy Store, uh, they I, I use them a lot of times to pre-order toys and stuff. They're coming out with pre-order for, I, I hope I say this right, for Dingy, which is from the horror anime Chainsaw Man. I have seen Chainsaw Man spoke about all over uh, the old internet. What what the hell is Chainsaw Man? I'm not a big anime person. So, so yeah. tell me about Chainsaw Man. So, okay, so here's the, I've not read or watched Chainsaw Man. I've heard
1: about it and I've looked into it a little bit. Um, But from my understanding, Chainsaw Man is literally about like some kind of like weird like amalgamation. I don't know if it's like a I think it has something to do with like a spirit or something, but it's like a, a guy who has a chainsaw for his limbs and his head. And I, and there's like some, I honestly, I don't know exactly what it is, but I'm pretty sure it has to do with like some kind of like spirit of the chainsaw or something like that. It's super weird. I do want to watch it. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty, pretty wild looking, pretty gnarly looking.
0: I don't know what to make of that. I, I again, I've never been a huge anime person. Um, although, you know, some of my favorite shows from the eighties were just, you know, us takes on our, uh, U.S. edits on animes like, you know, the original Voltron series and right. uh, Robotech and things like that. I love those. And that's those are essentially just the Americanized that, uh, you know, whatever edits They're I don't want to say version because they're not they weren't even remade. They just took existing footage and everything. Yeah. So uh, but, you know, anything that says Chainsaw Man, it kind of gets my attention a little bit there. Honestly, I do know. I was going
1: to say, I was going to say, honestly, I, it looks good. I will watch it. But I know that, like you say, you're not a huge fan of anime, but I, I think that you would probably like uh, Junji Ito. Um, it's, he's an artist, manga artist, and he also does uh, uh, the anime, but he's a horror man. He's, he does only horror. Yeah. Um, but Junji Ito, he's got some. I mean, like some of the stuff that he's made. Like I have a book of his. I'll have to, re- i to find it and give it to you sometime. But no, it's he's got some pretty like pretty gnarly stuff too. And, and it's all very just. Um, it operates off of like the ja- like a lot of Japanese mythos. So it's really cool because it gives you sort of that mythological piece. Because I know you like mythology. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Japanese has a lot of good horror stuff if you if you know where to look.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds intriguing. So. Uh, Some birthdays, there's a whole slew of birthdays. Let's just hit on a couple here. Uh, Let's see, what do we got? Owen Wilson on uh, November 18th. Uh, He (laughs) was in The Haunting and uh, many other things that are non-horror related. Uh, A couple of big ones, though, here. We'll skip a couple of these, but a a, uh, couple of big ones, of course. On November 22nd is uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's birthday. Of course, we all know who Jamie Lee Curtis is. Uh, The uh, Scream Queen extraordinaire, uh, star of Halloween, Terror Train, Prom Night, etc., etc. So that's an exciting one. And on November 23rd, that would be, have been Boris Karloff's birthday, and uh, which is exciting to me because I'm a huge Boris Karloff fan. But uh, it's important, of course. You know Karloff. You know he was in you know The Mummy, and of course was Frankenstein in 1931, uh, among other things. Of course, the you know the voice of the Grinch. We've talked about Boris Karloff on the show here before, uh, but it's kind of important here because uh, that same week. On November 21st is the anniversary date of the release of the original Frankenstein, 1931. Uh, so you and I were talking about, you know, what we're doing for shows, and we came up with a pretty cool idea for next week that I'm, I'm very excited to do. So we'll go ahead and I'll, I'll go ahead and drop that now. We'll, we'll mention it again later in the show, but next week we're going to review two movies. We're going to review it, it be, the week of the anniversary. We're going to review Frankenstein from 1931, which I'm very excited about. It's our first kind of classic monster movie we've done. Uh, But we're also on the same week. We're going to talk about uh, Friday the 13th, part six. And uh, and people I know people say, what? What's up with that? But there is a lot of correlation between the two. Not correlation in the actual layout, but there's some concepts there that are the same. There's a lot of homages in uh, Friday the 13th, part six. So we're going to review both those movies on next week's episode, and we're going to talk about them in comparison. And and some of the uh, the, the homages and the, the Easter eggs and different things uh, that are, of course, in the Friday the 13th, not in Frankenstein, because real Friday the 13th did not exist in 1931. <laughs> I think we all know that. Uh, but that'll be fun. I, I, I really like that. That's two movies that I really love. And I think it's going to we're going to have a good discussion on that next week. Uh, so uh, anniversary dates of movies. November 7th, 1979, Salem's Lot, the two-part miniseries, debuted uh, based on Stephen King. A novel, which we talked about earlier. And then, of course, like we said, November 21st, 1931, uh, Universal's Frankenstein was released, one of my favorite monster movies of all time. Uh, but upcoming uh, streaming, like I mentioned today, uh, as the day we're recording this, but on November 15th on Paramount Plus, Smile was released. So if you didn't get a chance to watch that in the theaters, that is out. Or if you if you did, just want to rewatch it. It is out on Paramount Plus. On uh, November 23rd on Prime Video, they're releasing a movie called The Nanny. It says immigrant nanny Aisha piercing together a oh, piecing together a new life in New York City while caring for the child of an Upper East Side family is forced to confront a concealed truth that threatens to shatter her precarious American dream. Uh, that sounds kind of intriguing to me. I don't know much besides that that little, uh, you know, bit about it. Ike, have you ever you heard anything about the nanny? Um, I actually haven't.
1: Uh, this is pretty new to me. Um, Obviously, I I like the concept of uh any like you know, the nanny babysitter concept. Um, just because, you know, they that's a pretty common trope. But I say I would, I would say in horror, just generally speaking, is there being some form of caretaker. Um, so that's always a good good start. Um, but no, yeah, absolutely. I, 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 based on the description, I'll give it a shot. I'll give I'll give almost any movie a shot, as we're going to learn
0: pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think everybody's probably got that that vibe already. And a couple of movies coming out in theaters uh, on November 18th, the movie The Menu is coming out, a dark horror comedy that takes a stab at exploring class, the service industry, and the ways in which the wealthy ruin just about everything. I'm sorry if you're wealthy, but that's just the way it is. Um, <laughs> and then uh, coming out on November 23rd, Bones and All, Marine, a young woman learns how to survive on the margins of society. Uh, I, we, we talked about both these movies uh, in our discussions, our, our, our prepping discussions, uh, about possibly reviewing these movies. And, uh, and uh, we might still. I'm not sure yet. I guess it will kind of depend on whether we can get out to the theaters to see them. Uh, if if either or both of us watch either of these, we'll throw the, a review on the appropriate episode for those. Uh, but what have you heard, or what do, what do you know about the menu, or and bones for all bones and all?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the menu is gonna be. I feel like it's gonna be one of those very. Uh, it, it's gonna kind of come from behind. It's gonna give you. It's the because the trailer doesn't give you much, right? So I think that the menu is going to have a very uh, it's going to have a plot twist, I think. Um, But I'm definitely going to watch the menu, whether I see it in theaters or wait for it to come home. Um, You know, it has Ralph Fiennes in it and I love Ralph Fiennes. It's uh, Lord Voldemort, he who shall not be named uh, (laughs) from for Harry Potter. Um, And as for Bones and all. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I love Timothy Calumet and also Taylor Russell, who's in escape room. I love the escape room movies. Um, and it also looks Bones and all looks interesting. It looks like a modern take on like the the vampire genre is what it looks like based yeah. for, based on the trailer. Is is Bones and all the one that's got the cannibalistic aspect to it? I I think so because if yeah. I remember correctly from the trailer, um, and this is just from the trailer, guys. I have no spoilers, but if I remember from the trailer, um, she like bites off somebody's finger or something like that. So it's kind yeah. of like a. If she has something wrong with her that makes her have to do this.
0: Yeah, and dad kind of sends her away, right? And then she finds out that they can that she thinks she's the only one. I, I watched the trailer as well, I believe. And uh, but but a, she discovers there's others, right? And they can smell each other. Isn't that what it is? They yep. sense each other by smell. Yeah. And then absolutely. she runs into the runs into the guy, and they kind of start traveling together. And it looks like they encounter uh, another guy that's much older, and so so it, it looks pretty. It, it's got some creepy aspects. Um, I'm hoping it doesn't have too much of the, uh, the teeny romance side <laughs> that sometimes brings a movie down for me, but uh, it, it looks interesting enough that I think I'd give it a watch. So. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, as we were, you know, looking, you know, trying to come up with some ideas for November Thanksgiving, we, we didn't want to just do, we didn't just want to do any movie. So we did the cream of the crop Thanksgiving. That's what we picked. Um, But uh. <laughs> As I was looking up for ideals, I did come across a movie called Home Sweet Home. It's a slasher flick about a, a flick about a killer slicing up girls on Thanksgiving. It stars Vanessa Shaw, and it has the what was interesting about it is it has the distinction. I believe this came out in ni- uh, nineteen eighty four, sometime in the mid eighties. Uh, but again, we're not going to watch this movie. We're not going to review this movie. But it was funny to me because it, it says it has the distinction of being labeled "quote unquote" video nasty. By the United Kingdom's Video Recording Act of 1984. And no, that's not made up. It was literally labeled Video Nasty. Uh, And just for the record, I don't know. I know nothing about this movie. I have not seen anything. I have not seen a poster, uh, an image, nothing. And just something that is labeled Video Nasty makes me want to just go watch the damn thing. That's Interesting. <laughs> that, that is, that is, that is interesting. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never heard of anything, but I, the, the UK, some ass- of their ratings. Yeah. Yeah. Some of their ratings, especially in the past is it's really kind of weird. Uh, some of their rating systems they've had in the past. I think it might be a little more in sync with, you know, American rating systems and everything now. Uh, yeah. But in the past, there's been some, there's been some weird things I think with their, their rating system. So anyway, yeah, I just, something I wanted to mention <laughs> it sounded kind of humorous to me when I, when I come across that. So oh,
1: I was going to say before we move on, though, because um, I know this is typically, you know, this this section here and I wanted to mention it before I moved on. And I know that this person is not horror related, but I wanted to express the condolence of it. But I wanted to do, add a brief in memoriam. I didn't discuss this with Dave, but I want to mention the passing of Kevin Conroy. Um, who passed away oh, yes. on November 10th, 2022 for people who don't know, Kevin Conray is literally, I would say he is a pinnacle item in the voice acting community. He has played Batman for nearly 30 years. Um, and, and anything that you have seen Batman in, whether it is an animated show, a video game or any kind of storytelling element, it has been Kevin Conroy. Um, yeah. so I, I wanted to mention that because I, he will be dearly missed.
0: Uh, Batman, the animated series, is so absolutely amazing. It is such a great series to watch. And, uh, yeah, again, I know this – yeah, you're, you're right. It's not horror-related, but it is – this is one of those things – you know, celebrities die, and there's lots of them that, you know, you say, no, nah, man, that's, that sucks. This one, when I heard it, it it damn near brought me to tears. It literally made me almost want to cry because, number one, it, it seems so surprising, right? He was only 66 years old, and it just seemed – shocking to me and you know i you know as, as much as i love horror i, I, I i'll probably equally love you know comic books and and comic book related things uh projects and i love the batman the enemy series it's one of those things that all the time if i'm just you know laying in bed dozing off or want something in the background it's one of those things a lot of times i'll, I'll throw on an episode and watch and um it is it, it just shook me it, it shook me so hard cuz i i just i didn't you know did not expect to see that and uh yeah, it was very, very sad. Thanks for bringing it, you know, the mood down, Ike. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, you're right. They're, they're, yeah, it's definitely worth mentioning. Um, yeah, horrible, horrible thing. So, uh, yeah, so let's let's pause, let's pause, and let's, let's wipe away the tears. <laughs> right. And when we come back, uh, we're gonna review "Thanks Killing" from 2009. So hang on. Double, double, motherfucker. All right. We're back with our review for the week. And, um, yeah, it's a week early, right? It's not quite Thanksgiving yet. Uh, but, uh, we're celebrating a little early because, you know, we've spent about three episodes of this show with Ike, uh, counting down how he can't wait for Thanksgiving to come. Um, yep. because, uh, well, you know, if you, if you were to see me and Ike, you'd understand that, you know, we enjoy a good dinner. And, um, <laughs> if you saw us, you know, you know why. Uh, but, uh uh, you know, when we were picking something to watch, we wanted to do at least one thing, right? Something that was kind of Thanksgiving-related horror. And I'd seen a lot about Killing*, and I thought, well, this sounds interesting. And um, it sounded like something that would be in our vein, right? Because Killing* doesn't try to pretend to be anything that it's not. It has promoted itself and put itself out there as something that is it was made to be goofy, made to be bad, uh, and uh, they don't hide it, right? They—they're not claiming they're—they're they're <laughs> making an award-winning film. I do believe. Well, let's give a little background on it, right? It was released December sixth, two thousand eight. Uh, it was written primarily by and directed by uh, Jordan Downey. And, I, and, if, and if I remember what I read correctly, this was actually written and made in between his junior and senior year of college, right? He was still at college when they made this. And uh, get this—it <laughs> was made on a budget of thirty-five hundred dollars. And Jeez. you can tell, right? They, I mean, yeah. they, you know, he operated the the the, the turkey, the puppet, made uh, it himself out of a, I believe, a target practice turkey that he, uh, you know, had uh, modified. If if you notice, you know, because of the budget restraints, you don't ever see the lower half or the legs of this turkey because of the puppet reasons, and they that's just the way they did it because they they had, they pretty much had to. Um, and um, you know, it was one of those things that you know I'm sure they they sat around writing. And coming up with an idea and just thought it was hilarious. I, when they originally conceived, from what I read, a, a horror – holiday horror-related movie, they initially were going to do something Easter-related, and then they switched over to this. Uh, through the entire process of making and writing, they kept trying to come up with a name for the turkey, and they never really came up with anything that stuck. So they just didn't, just didn't give it a name. They just called it Turkey. And then I believe later, kind of in retrospect, they, they named it Turkey, but it was T-U-R-K-I-E. Just gave it that unique spelling to kind of, um, but anyway, so we decided to go with Thanks Killing. So Ike, um, let's hear let's hear your initial thoughts on Thanks Killing. Oh
1: man, uh, okay. So <clears throat> keep in mind that um you know like I said I I th- this is obviously we this is not meant to be a I like guess serious movie. Obviously, um <laughs> this this movie was made to be stupid. Um, but I, we talked about it last time, but I think one of the most telling, uh, elements to this movie is that, uh, uh, on one of the tra- on one of the covers of either the movie itself or like a poster, it says, warning, boobs in the
0: first second. And, and they deliver. They, they do. They do deliver. Um, and holy, they, not even <laughs> that, not only do they deliver, but it was a very tight zoomed in shot that they thing <laughs> opened with. It was, uh, it was pretty crazy. And, and I looked up. Uh, and I believe the lady's name that played that the uh what they they dubbed the naked pilgrim i I think they said her name was Wanda Lust, and I thought well that's an intre- interesting name, I think I know where this is coming from, and yes, yep. just so you know yeah, she's a porn actress, yep. yeah so oh yeah,
1: um also fun fact um that that first scene where she's running through the park was shot without a permit in a public
0: park, so there's Yes, that. absolutely. <laughs> so, Oh, Lordy, there, there was but... lots of that going on. They, I, I read that they added the camping. There's a camping scene, right? They added that in later to give you know, kind of give it a little time and, and put another scene in there. Apparently, they filmed that scene next to a vacant Wendy's in whatever town in Ohio they filmed this in at night. So <laughs> it is you, – I, you know, I think, like I said, these are college kids. They just filmed it and did it wherever they could. So uh,
1: Speaking of Ohio, have you heard like the memes about Ohio, like p- people just making fun of Ohio for existing? Uh,
0: no. <laughs> uh, you know, being originally from the Midwest, though, I don't I don't necessarily have a knock against Ohio in general, but Ohio drivers are terrible. They they're the some of the worst drivers I've ever encountered in the United States.
1: <laughs>
0: only in Ohio,
1: only in Ohio. But anyways, back to the movie itself. Um, as for the most normal movie in Ohio, Thanks Um definitely it, it rings in with a uh, very comedic tone. I'll say that much. It's very funny. It had me laughing. Um, I, I couldn't take any of it seriously. I mean, literally, the first time, you know, I honestly, I didn't think the turkey was going to talk. Um, <laughs> but, but I thank God did. he did. <laughs> but he fucking did, dude. What was it he said? The first thing he said is, nice oh, hold shit, on. bitch. Or something. Yeah, nice <laughs> to,
0: yeah, I have I have a list of quotes here in a bit that I'll, we'll, we'll go into from the movie. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. But so, yeah, the, man, I, that's how I won't say any more quotes.
1: <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, so I mean, you have all these fantastic quotes throughout the movie. Um, Dave texted me one that he'll probably talk about in it a minute. Is, that oh one yeah. the character. I was like, holy shit, what the hell? And but anyway, so it's obviously a cheesy B. It, this is a C rated movie, probably, mm-hmm. and made with a super tight budget and like. It was funny. It was, it it didn't make a whole lot of sense for most of it, but it it was one of those things where if you just sit back and relax and try and enjoy it, it's enjoyable. Um, but you do have to go into it the mindset of knowing that
0: this is just going to be some really just out there bullshit. Yeah, I I completely agree. There's not any kind of extravagant story to this, right? It's pretty basic cut and dry, Uh, uh, you know, a Turkey, you know, whatever, being, you know, someone that's practicing necromancy brings it back there's a the one guy tells a whole tale about it it's pretty weird yep but anyway <laughs> it you know begins at the the first thanksgiving and it and, and, you know slays all these people uh and what have you and um and then whatever happens to it it's kind of dormant i guess for and buried for all these years brought back by a dog pissing on it yep uh, that's how it's realized and um and by the way the 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 what they call him, the Hermit guy? I can't remember what they called him. The, the Hermit, the, the guy that had the dog that got killed. Yep. Um, I think his name is. Oh, what was his name? I have to look up. He G- did the,
1: General Bastard, I think. General Bastard,
0: that's it. it. Yeah, he did most of the music for the, the the movie. A lot of the music. Um, again, it is. There's nothing serious about this movie, right? And what what the what appeal there is to it is they know that, right? They 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 made it that way. It is not a movie that I will ever put on any. Top list of anything. Right. <laughs> but I can't say I I, can, I I mean, I can say I, I enjoyed watching it. You know, it's right. it's bare, it's just a little over an hour. So it didn't wear out its welcome. Right. If you if you try to push this thing you know, much further, you're not going to get the mileage out of it. And, uh, you, know, you know, there's some <laughs> there's there's some humorous kind of kill type scenes that are not too bad and and, and everything. And um, I can very much see myself rewatching this every every November just throwing it on and put it in the background for it just to watch something during the, you know, the Thanksgiving month. Um, and the biggest thing it has going for it to me is the humor. Yeah. And, and it's, it's that humor in the, the 13 year old child inside of you that, you know, that you find funny. Some of the lines uh, <laughs> out of this movie. And here's the line that I, that I texted you that to me is, I have to say is one of the, the, and I, I, I Maybe it's a little macabre, but it's one of the funniest lines I have heard in a movie in a long time where they one girl tells another girl, your legs are harder to shut than the John Benet Ramsey case <laughs> like that. God. <laughs> that line, oh. I, I literally paused the movie and was fucking I had tears. I started laughing so hard that might be telling of me more than anything. And I apologize if that reflects badly on me. But then there's the added element that they literally used it like three or four times within the movie. Right. And the characters reacted like it was the first time they heard it every time until the one guy messed it up. and said something about, well, at least her legs were harder to close than John Benet Ramsey's legs or something like that. Right. And I'm like, Oh, and uh, so there was that kind of that, that humorous element that, you know, they, they, they use it a couple of times and everybody laughed at it. Like they just heard it for the first time. Uh, but then at one point, the, the Turkey, I believe says, um, I'm going to drink your blood like cranberry sauce. Yep, I chuckled a little at that. Uh, One of the girls one time says, I was a little beaked out, I mean freaked out. I don't know why that made me chuckle. It did. Uh, There's this really weird scene where the turkey has sex with one of the girls, and then tells her, you just got stuffed? That, for whatever reason, and then they make a joke how they found a wrapper for an extra small condom that was gravy flavored. And I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) Uh, then, of course, the classic line from the whole thing where <laughs> he comes, the, the the whatever, the rednecky kind of big guy eats him, and he rips himself out from the inside out and then looks at him and says, gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Um, that always makes me – which apparently from what I read, they had that line before they even conceived the movie. Uh, they come up with that line. So apparently that's what the whole movie was kind of built around is the line, gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Um, but again – you know, let's be real. It's a bad movie, right? It is a bad yeah. movie. I have seen people online that say they absolutely hate it. I understand why, right? Because there's not movie-wise, there's not much there, right? It's there's nothing great about. it. The effects are not spectacular. The acting is not good. The the production is not. But you know, it is. It's it's it is literally low-level fan film. Is 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 essentially what this is, right? I mean, yeah. And I will say low-level because there are some fan films that are really greatly made. Uh, we've talked about it, and, and that have a lot of production value. So, it, but they're not trying to sell it like it's anything else, right? Um, but you know, like I said, you know, it, I found there's there some parts that were humorous. I don't know if in subsequent viewings that humor will hold after you hear it for the first time. Um, I was very intrigued by why there's the Thanks Killing, and then there's a the Thanks Killing Three. And at the end, did you notice at the end of this one it said uh, to something about to be continued in space yeah in the, the movie i started to watch part three i could not i couldn't get through like 10 minutes it, it is Woo. it is really bad but the, at the beginning the whole concept is they made thanks killing two and it was supposed to be the movie was shot completely in space and it was made in space but then the turkey was so offended by this how bad it was that he destroyed all the copies of it so that's oh why God. Thanksgiving 2 doesn't exist. Thanksgiving 2 doesn't exist. It's something like that. It, it's weird. It's, uh, it was a little stretch. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I can't say that I, I can't say I love the movie. I, I, I got an hour's worth of enjoyment out of the, you know, watching it at the one time because I had, you know, some scenes that made me chuckle. Right. Again, I don't think that humor would hold in, in rewatches because once you've heard them, I just don't think they'll be as funny in the future. Um, but but let's give it our rating. I, uh, what, what what did you rate Thanks, Um,
1: You know, I, I'm going to give it a, a two and a half out of five, two and a half, 2.5 out of 5 half two point five 25 out of 5 It wasn't the worst movie. It's not a one by any margin. It was enjoyable. It, it, the thing that really drove the movie is the humorousness of it. Um, but I, I'm not going to pretend like it was a great movie. So two and a half out of Two point five out of (laughs) five. Yeah,
0: yeah, I I, I'm giving it a two. Um, I did, I did briefly consider giving it a three because I thought it is kind of middle of the road, right? I don't hate it, I don't love it, so I thought. Well, but then I thought when I got to thinking, the only my enjoyment of it purely was the chuckles I got. That's that's what. Yeah, if it didn't have that, I it would have been really bad. So I thought. I and again, I don't know if that's enough to hold it up, right? And we are. Looking at it in the aspects of a horror movie, and while it does have, you know, there are some kill scenes and everything, that's not really the driving force behind the movie per se. Right, and um, so I, I, I've given it a two. Uh, so I guess you average it out, we're at two and a quarter uh, for the next killing. That sounds about right. Um, you know, I, I really, uh, we always say, give it a watch, give it a try. I, I don't know, what, in a clear conscience, I can tell people to do that. I, I don't, I'm not even sure I could necessarily recommend it. To anybody, if if you think if if bad stuff, here's the thing. If you're like freaking drunk and just feeling weird, ah, throw this on. Um, you're probably going to find it more hilarious if you're drunk uh, or stoned or high or whatever, something. Um, but, yeah, you know, I can't say it's one of those movies that I would tell someone, oh, yeah, watch that. Because, again, it, it, I don't know if everybody would think some of these lines are as humorous as I, as I did the first time. And if you don't find it humorous, uh, you're really not going to find much redeeming. And right. again, I don't, I don't mean that as a slam because again, it's a low budget movie. They know it's a low budget movie. They're not trying to market this as anything else. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, so I gave it a two, you gave it a two and a half. I, I'm not, I'm not telling the people to go out and see this. And I, from what I saw, forgive me if anybody likes it, I would not recommend anybody even starting thanks killing three. <laughs> because I couldn't get, Ooh, I couldn't even get through 10 to 15 minutes of it. But, uh, yeah.
1: I I didn't start Thanksgiving 3, but I probably I'll probably try, but
0: yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I gave it a try cuz like I said that when I first watched it, I was like it's only in you know, a little over an hour and I thought, "Well, okay, let's just let's just try the other see what it looks like." And I just like, "Uh, we're not reviewing this. Why am I going to sit here? I'm not I'm just not." I just turned it off. And I don't turn off movies very often. But uh but I did on that one. So, uh but there it is. Uh, we we did the obligatory uh you know holiday movie for the month of November. Thanksgiving, it's done and out of the way. Um, and you know, it is what it is. Uh, if you're, if you're looking for some really bad, low level, low budget, uh, horror with a, with a few, uh, you know, funny lines, eh, this is it for you. Right. Uh, there you go. But, uh, but again, next episode, we are going to cover 1931s Frankenstein and Friday the 13th part six. I'm super excited about that one. Yeah. I, I love both these movies. And again, once we dig into some of this and the correlations and the 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 homages and the and the Easter eggs, it's, I think it's gonna be a really fun discussion to have. And um, and, and let's be honest, we 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 haven't had uh a lot of chance yet to really dive into some classics because you know there's been so much new stuff out. Um, that's what we've done, and uh, you know, and this is this is really a chance for us to dive into to, to something classic. Um, and again, this is kind of our first foray into doing a a monster movie. I know that's not everybody's. I love the monster movies, um, but it, it'll be fun. You know, everybody, I mean, how do you not like Frankenstein though? Right. The, the character, the right. Frankenstein's monster, it's such an iconic monster, or iconic character. And, uh, you know, Boris Karloff is the definitive role on it, in my opinion. So uh, that's on next episode. I'm very excited about that. So uh, I, before we, uh, before we get out of here, uh, anything else you want to throw out there and want to say?
1: Um, Gobble, gobble, motherfucker.
0: Absolutely. But time our next episode, our next episode will actually drop on Thanksgiving Day. So uh, we'll we'll wish you a happy Thanksgiving then. But uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody coming up. And hopefully uh, everybody gets a break from from uh, work and the stresses of life and, and gets to spend some time with family and, and enjoy a, a good meal that day. Uh, I enjoy good meals every day. But, uh, <laughs> I, again, I, I love Thanksgiving food. I, oh, I love it. I mean, oh, just yeah. all of it. I love turkey. Love stuffing. Love, sweet potato love, casserole. Oh, sweet potato. I oh, just all of it. I love it. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Um, and you know, again, I, I, this, I love this whole, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fourth quarter kind of guy, right? I love, I love from, you know, starting in October with the Halloween all the way through the end of the year, you know, love Halloween, love Thanksgiving, love Christmas. Uh, so, uh, you know, this is a fun time of the year. So uh, hopefully, hopefully everybody will, will enjoy the holiday and, and spend some time with some family or, or whoever it might be that's important in your life. And, um, You know, we got December right around the corner. We have a lot of fun movies to do in December. As we were looking at our making our kind of making our list and planning, Uh, there is there's lots of good Christmas horror out there that's going to be fun to talk about. And there's some some uh, really what looks like some good new releases coming out this year that I'm excited to watch. So December is going to be fun. And then then once you get past that, you know, we get a little break for holiday wise, and we can keep diving into some classics and some things like that uh, that we want to watch. So. Well, so that's it for this week. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving in the book, Thanksgiving around the co- uh, corner. Like I said, gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Uh, totally love that line. That's such a catchy line. I went around, it's saying, the best. It. I went around <laughs> saying it one day and was just saying it so much, just all the time. I was saying it to the dogs. I was saying it to everything. My wife's just like, But you quit? Just give it up. I was like showing her a shirt that I found on Amazon. I'm like, look, it says gobble, gobble, motherfucker. I need that shirt. And it's uh, – that's, that's what I do. I get fixated on something, and it gets stuck in my head, and there's something very, uh, I don't know, it's very poetic, the, the whole phrase, gobble, gobble, motherfucker. It's the price and, uh, of adult ADHD. <laughs> it's the price of something. <laughs> that, that's for sure. Uh, so, again, next week, Frankenstein, Friday the 13th, part six. That'll be fun. Uh, follow us on the social media. Subscribe to us wherever you are. Uh, give us some feedback. But until next episode, wherever you go and whatever you do, be good, be safe, and have many pleasant nightmares.